The young maiden was met with the scent of crimson iron when she returned from the village markets one day. Her husband lay cold on the floor of their humble abode, with various stab wounds that told of serious malice. For what, she could not understand. As far as she knew, her husband was kind and perfect, loving and virtuous. It was not as though she could ask the killer for his reasons either for he was not here. The killer had fled the scene before she could call for the village knights. When the village knights did come, the investigation as to her husband's murderer led to a cold trail. The useless lot she cursed, vowing to kill the culprit with her own two hands. With a flash of light, a relic of yore answered her despair. This was the old ivory sword, simply named Justice. Although not much is known of the blade, most assume that it is a holy weapon. They say that those blessed with the sword will have their justice served. The more obscure ballads and rumors went further, whispering that it would even bring back what the wielder had lost. The maiden in her blind rage did not question the true nature of the sword or why it had chosen her. All that mattered to her was that it was a sign that the gods supported her new quest, or pitied her at the very least. She journeyed high and low, near and far. Questions, inquiries, letters, day by day. And all the while, the maiden could swear that justice was singing to her promises in her sleep of the triumph she would feel once she succeeded in her quest. Days, weeks, and months passed before she was absolutely certain who the killer was. Some pathetic youth in his mid-twenties she's never met or heard of. It added to the mystery to be sure as to why this youth would bother killing her husband but in seeing red, the maiden did not care. Gripping justice in hand, she barged into the youth's domicile. No, the youth gasped. It can't be. You're... I know you. Stay back. His eyes were dilated in terror as though seeing a demon. The maiden did not know what the youth was raving about at the time. After all, they had never met before. By the time the maiden was done seeing Red, she heard a shuffle under the bed. From afar, she met the eyes of a little boy who hid while the maiden slew his father like an animal. And now that she had exacted her justice, the sword faded from her hands, leaving her bewildered and panicked. No matter how much she raged at the heavens, and at destiny itself, neither the sword nor her husband returned to her. 
taking one tearful glance at the little boy under the bed, she left the premises. The young maiden could only spend the aftermath pondering upon the meaning of this journey and lamenting how hollow her justice truly was. The songs the sword sang to her in her sleep were all pleasant lies, though she knew that the chances of a relic reviving her husband was technically never promised. A part of her hoped deep within that this wish would come true. After several long, empty years, the maiden, now an aging widow, was met with an unexpected visitor. The visitor entered her humble abode with the intent to kill, and only then did she realize the truth. In the visitor's hand was the very same relic that she used to exact her own justice, this time pointed straight at her. And when her eyes trailed upwards from the visitor's hand to the visitor's face, she recalled the face of the little boy hiding under the bed all those years ago. But beyond that, perhaps this was the first time that the maiden saw justice for what it truly was. A lie. A demon. Sin masquerading as a virtue. No, the maiden gasped. It can't be. You're... I know you. Stay back. Her eyes were dilated in terror, as though seeing a demon. This episode, Justice, was written by Lorena Lim and performed by Lorena Lim. Audio editing and sound design by Tal Manier. Produced by Ezra J. Wayne and Tal Manier.